Good day. You're listening to Swiss News in English. I'm Emily Breslin. Swiss voters confront a series of issues this week at the ballot box. The topics of the referendums and initiatives are an environmental law, which includes a ban on pesticide use in farming, a new COVID-19 law, and combating terrorism. The proposed COVID-19 Act was approved by Swiss Parliament, but was challenged by a group calling themselves Friends of the Constitution, who launched an optional referendum which allows any group who obtains enough signatures to force a referendum on any law which they oppose. The COVID Act, which will be voted on by Swiss citizens, expands the government's power to combat the pandemic and to address the tremendous impact the virus may have on the economy and society at large. Right-wing opposition to this law highlights the growing international issue of COVID minimization and the rise in populist propaganda and vaccine conspiracy theories proliferating social media around the globe. Despite opposition by some ultra-conservatives, polling suggests this initiative is likely to pass, giving the government power to quickly address and mitigate the financial and social effects of the pandemic. The most hotly debated topic up for votation is the proposed ban on pesticides. This initiative calls for a phasing out of pesticides on Swiss soil over the next 10 years. It also calls for a ban on any importation of food where pesticides were administered. This initiative is called For a Switzerland Free from Synthetic Pesticides. While this initiative could possibly win the popular vote, polls are showing that it is unlikely to also win in the majority of cantons. For the initiative to pass, it must win the popular vote as well as the majority of cantons, since most of the Swiss population are concentrated in cities in a handful of cantons. It is not unheard of for an initiative to win the popular vote, but not the cantonal majority vote needed to pass. This is because there are many small rural cantons with conservative-leaning residents who often have different interests and ideologies from those who tend to be more progressive city or suburb dwellers. The last initiative is titled For Clean Drinking Water and Healthy Food. This initiative gives incentives to farmers who do not use pesticides and who only use antibiotics on their livestock when absolutely necessary. In this referendum, the farmers would be incentivized to stop using pesticides and antibiotics by being eligible to receive government subsidies. Only farmers who don't use pesticides and antibiotics would be eligible for government subsidies. In addition, regulations lowering the allowable quantity of liquid manure is up for a vote. The goal is to lessen the impact on drinking water, which is often polluted by the runoff from farms. These initiatives have support from the political left and environmental groups throughout Switzerland. However, polling shows they are unlikely to pass. The CO2 referendum will also be up for a vote on June 13th. This referendum is called the Federal Act on the Reduction of Greenhouse Gas Emissions, or the CO2 Act. The summary published by the Federal Council and Parliament on the Swiss government website is as follows. Quote, climate change is causing temperatures to rise around the globe, mainly as a result of greenhouse gas emissions, in particular carbon dioxide. Sources of this gas include heating systems that use oil or aircraft burning kerosene. 
In Switzerland, the effects of climate change are being felt most acutely by the agricultural and tourism industries. Heat waves, droughts, and floods are becoming more frequent. There is a lack of snow in winter, and landslides are more common. The Federal Council and Parliament therefore aim to reduce Switzerland's CO2 output even further. They plan to achieve this by completely revising the CO2 Act. Opponents have called a referendum. The revised CO2 Act will allow Switzerland to build on and reinforce its current climate policy. The Act contains a range of measures that aim to further reduce CO2 output by 2030, continuing to rely on a combination of financial incentives, investments, and new technologies. Climate-friendly behavior will be rewarded, while anyone who causes a large amount of CO2 to be produced, for example frequent flyers, will have to pay more. Investments in buildings and infrastructure will receive support and innovative businesses promoted. Examples of such investment include building refurbishment and charging stations for electric vehicles. Furthermore, the revised act will require all new vehicles on the market to consume less petrol or diesel. End quote. The CO2 Act was passed by Parliament, however, a referendum was forced by those in opposition to the legislation. Polling suggests this referendum could go either way. The final referendum for the Swiss to decide on is called the Federal Act on Police Measures to Combat Terrorism. This legislation was passed by Parliament, but like the other acts, is being challenged thanks to Switzerland's direct democracy. The federal government summarizes this act as follows, quote, Since the attacks in Paris in 2015, terrorists have carried out several dozen further attacks in Europe. According to the Federal Intelligence Service, Switzerland also remains subject to an increased terrorist threat. Currently, the police can normally take action only if a person has committed an offense. In order to prevent terrorist attacks, the Federal Council and Parliament have introduced new legislation, which allows the police to take preventative action more easily. However, owing to concerns about fundamental rights, a referendum has been called against the new Act. The Federal Act on Police Measures to Combat Terrorism allows the authorities to take action against persons who pose a terrorist risk. Various measures may be taken against these persons. For example, they may be required to report to the authorities, or they may be banned from con contacting specific persons or leaving the country. In the most extreme case, a person can be placed under house arrest. House arrest must always be approved by a court. If a canton, the FIS, or a commune has specific and immediate indications that a person poses a terrorist risk, the competent authority can apply to the Federal Office of Police for the new measures to be imposed. The person concerned can appeal to the Federal Administrative Court against any measure ordered. The Federal Council and Parliament have given assurances that the proposed new law is compatible with fundamental freedoms and human rights. End quote. The last sentence of the summary, stating that the new law is compatible with fundamental freedoms and human rights, is precisely what is being challenged. Many human rights-focused groups, including the United Nations and Amnesty International, have expressed opposition to the Federal Act on Police Measures to Combat Terrorism. 
Those opposing this law believe it endangers the human rights of Swiss residents. Despite opposition, polling suggests this law will easily pass. Thanks for listening to Swiss News in English. Be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Until next time, Auf Wiedersehen, Arrivederci, Abianto.